got the world on a string Sitting on a rainbow Got the string around my finger Yeah, Frankie, welcome Podcast of rambling randomness. Insane is back in the house this week. I'm here. I'm excited. Now it's all man. Oh God! Thank you, thank you. Pat myself on the back. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Oh, I had a good time. Casper did, but I had a great time. He's fired. He's fired. So we get for fucking grabbing interns for free. Never let it go. No, we're not putting it on here. But you can get us on the website. You can leave us a message. I'm sure there's some way to get on. Yes. Life is a beautiful thing. You are definitely right, I think. That was Frankie. So today we are throwing ourselves back into the DeLorean. We are going back to 1950s, and we are covering... We're going back to 1950s. Yes, we're going back to 1950s. 50s. I said that. Not the 1950s. We're getting out. We're taking Marty and we're going to the way back machine. Yes, we are going back to the time of greasy pompadours. We are going back to Bobby Socks and 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 poodle skirts and, and sock and don't hops. Forget, yeah, that's that's right. Don't forget the hops. The sock hops. That's where the oh. life was easier. Oh, uh, everybody. Well, no, it wasn't easier. It wasn't easier, but everybody I, had pride dude, in America. I think I would have done. Um, I think I would have done very well in the eighties. I think I would have done very well in the fifties too. Honestly, um, there's something about me and like retirees. You know, I, I get along with them freaking amazingly. Anybody? And most of them though were products of the early sixties. Yeah, you late fifties. Like yeah. And, like, I've got a lot, you know, the few that are left, like, Vietnam vets. Like, I like hanging out with these guys. I like hanging out with the set. The higher their waist goes up, like, on their pants, the better they are as a person, I feel. <laughs> so. I don't know about that, dude. <laughs> I do remember that my, my grandpa on, uh, on my mom's side, man, he was a good guy, and he liked his pants up pretty that's high. That's right, that's right. See, back then. the thing, though, the way he had a belly, and instead <laughs> of, like, wearing the pants under the belly, it, like, met mid-range. Mid-range. Like, ball. Word. Like, it went, like, around it. Like, like you were like, like it, like it had its own like, gravitation. Like it came up floor. above the belly button, right? Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but like most oh, said, we are we are going back we're to going the back. turn of the century, and, and it was a it was an it was a it was a, a better time. I feel like I feel like I would have got along great in the fifties, only because I don't know what the music. There was no does. Facebook. There was no Facebook. There was barely telephone, barely television. There was radio. Radio was the best, yeah, man. Yeah, man. Everybody got their info radio. from the radio. That's why I agreed to ever do this shit. Word, I I'm a radio guy through and through. So this is this is starting to this is something that I like and it touches home because I grew up listening to from my parents and my grandparents fifties and sixties music and the fifties music with the doo wop and the you know the 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 ballads and the. The crooners like Frankie's still around, you know what I mean? Oh, like, hell yeah, you know, you know, and Dino, like, yeah, and yeah, the whole rap pack is still. This music is still relevant. Yes. The problem was, you know, it's so not. I won't say it's easy to make music now, but you can do it. Exactly. You know, we can. We we're sitting here in a room right now doing a radio show. You know, you can right. get. A, I've I've seen guys that can make you know symphonies 
by themselves. Exactly. You know, back then it was you. You worked. You worked. You had to work. Nowadays, to everybody's iPhone has a producer yeah, app on man. it. Yeah, man. You you had to you know you had to find somebody that had a studio. Mm. You know that. The time and the and sometimes it was in somebody's garage, it, but you know, and you had to time, press records too. You didn't have yeah, like cassettes or CDs. Yeah, you had was, records. You had to present. You had to you had to print vinyl, and we went over this sorcery. We did. We don't understand I it. Don't get it? I don't get it. You can put music on fucking melted plastic. That's that that one bugs me out the uh, most. I don't tapes yeah. and eight tracks are very interesting too. They are. There but, seem to be like how I want to know like man the tape and the eight track came up. Or the CD. It seemed like they, they skipped them. <laughs> they and skipped. Like, I, I know that. I guess they made the uh, the six inch yes. vinyls. Yeah, the the, the forty fives. So, yeah. yeah, and then the six inch, a little tiny vinyl. Yep, yep, with the one song on it. You know what I mean? Like little forty mm-hmm. fives. But uh, yeah, they seem to skip something between records and eight tracks, and then cassette tapes. I yeah, don't, they, I, like cassettes are so intricate to me. Yeah, you know, like, like I love a good cassette. Now, now the way I always figured a cassette was like a record was if you take that tape out. And then you lay it flat and then make a circle, you know, with it. Like, keep looping it around and looping it. And if it was flat, I think that's the same principle. Yeah, yeah, it is. You know? It basically is. It's just on a, but it, they just, a different right. format. Yeah. So, right. I don't, God, it's weird. Sorry. I don't know, God. Sorry. All right, before but anyway. we get too lost, yes. we start playing some music. Yes, really. sir. Let's see. Uh, I think I'll, you want me to go first today, sir? You usually do. I do, yes. So, let's do this. I'm going to pick a group called the Shangri-Las. They did a nice little song called Leader of the Pack. Oh, this, is a good song. this song is so good. And I, I used to have... got a story about it. Yes. Yeah. Oh, he's got a story. Well, let's listen to the song. We're going to listen to the story afterwards. Yeah, so let's absolutely. do this. All right. The Shangri-Las, Leader of the Pack. Is she really going out with him? Oh, well, there she is. Let's ask her. Betty, is that Jimmy's ring you're wearing? Mm-hmm. Gee, it must be great riding with him. Is he picking you up after school today? Mm-mm. By the way, where'd you meet him? I met him at the candy store. He turned around and smiled at me. You get the picture? Yes, we see. That's when I fell for leader of the pack. Thank you. 
Shangri-La's baby, leader of the pack. And I think Zane has a story he wants to tell. I do, I do. This is such a good song. Um, so I used to go, you know, when I was a kid, who was, um, you know, upper middle class in a, in a small town. You know, uh, us kids, we had a what was called the rec program, you know, where you went to the park and there was counselors and they basically watched your ass all yep. day. And we had the town pool and yep. we, you know, got to swim in and everything. And we had a talent show every year. And one year after, uh, you know, you know, see, we had done some talent by ourselves before and stuff like that. But there was this, this uh, brother and sister pair. I'll call them brother and sister machismo. Machismo. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, and, and the machismo clan, they were always killing it with doing like a song and dance, lip sync, you know. And so one year we're like, you know what, we got to beat these guys. You know, so uh, me and a friend of mine were like, you know, we will uh, we rock it out, Aerosmith, you know, living on the edge. You know, it was all choreographed, everything, man. And we were, we, we bombed this shit. Good. Then, Machismo brother and sister come out, do a goddamn song and dance, bicycle included, change of outfits even. Right. Like, what? It was unfreaking real. My hat was off to him. They buried us. And it was forever I remember that that song, I see this this brother and sister in my head. Him him riding his his uh sister's little, like, because they, they, of course, cheesed the hell out of yeah. it. And we're like 10 at this time. We were not, like, I think maybe her brother was like 14. So okay. We probably put a lot of them Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think I remember seeing him at the rec program. <laughs> you know, but that... Man, they they killed it. Yeah, him, he was riding like you know a three wheel, uh, uh, not a three wheel, but like a hurt like his sister's bike with training nice, wheels. Nice. And he was way too big for. He goes off this like little tiny jump, and you know dramas the heck out of it where he falls over. <laughs> and they, they bury him oh, and, like Jesus right there. Christ. It was ridiculous. It was That's so good. Funny. That is awesome. Yeah, and, we did uh, that. I'll never forget that song. That's awesome. We did that when I was in Cubscast, man. We did Run Around Sue by Dion and the Belmonts. We had uh, all I of us. about big in that track today. Yeah, I did, too. That's good. Yep, me, too. It, it was, you know, I, I tried to go for something a little different. There you go. Um, but we did that. We all dressed to the nines in the, the, the jeans and the rolled-up white T-shirt with the cigarette packs in the, the sleeve. Yeah, man. We had all real instruments because every one of us in Cub Scouts played an instrument ourselves, so we had all our instruments. We had our... Cub Scout leader's daughter and um, another member of ours' sister dressed up in poodle skirts, and they were doing little dances on the side. And then they go and drag off the fucking who was doing the singing at the the end of it. It was awesome. So good. We won. Thank you. Ah, Beat some kids who were doing Walk of Life by Dire Straits with tennis rackets. Yeah, that's right. Put a little bit more fucking goddamn imagination into that shit. Tennis rackets. <laughs> yeah, I even had like a like a little electric guitar that it wasn't a real electric guitar. But it, it looked was, like, like one, one right? Like toy, yeah, like yeah. four stringers. It was cool as hell. Yeah, man, we buffed it out like a like a fake car for like a, <laughs> made out of cardboard that we're nice. driving it, living on the edge. Nice, nice. I miss those kind of days, man. I miss those. Yo, and I remember, man. I think you were in the fifties, and if you were of the age, you'd be hanging on the street corner. Oh God. Being a doo-wop, doo-wop group. singer. Oh, oh man, that's the coolest shit to me ever. That was so gangster. Word. That's literally like gangsters <laughs> back in the so day. Gangster. If you couldn't carry a harmony, you weren't shit. <laughs> I'm sorry. You could always find as long as, and if you could sing, 
you see a group sitting on the corner, you go over there and you fucking start singing with them. Yeah, and they're like, yo, do it. Yo, they'd be like, yo, man, yo. I'm going to go hop in. I'm going to be like battling, you know, yeah. in the early 2000s. Right. In ground rapping. You don't see that anymore. No. Even in Rhinebeck, I saw some battle and action going on. I tried hopping into a couple and never worked out. No, I, I was never good at the unwritten battle rap. Yeah, basically, <laughs> I just tried to remember stuff that I had written down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And try to apply no, it to yeah, that person. Yeah. <laughs> I've well, done no, that. I wasn't good at battling either. I, I don't like being in front of people to their face. I, you know what? I think it'd be better just like that one person Me, did, uh, where they I, did like, um, where they were battling somebody, but they were making compliments as they were battling them. I think that would be so much harder. I bet it <laughs> like you have nice shoes. They don't give me the blues. See, look, I did there. It's hard to rap a compliment and make it sound cool. <laughs> So what do we got to go next, sir? Ah, what do you well, want to we do? We were talking about, you know, some, yeah. uh, some good voices here. Yeah. Being a gangster. Gangster. Who is more big gangster than the big bobber himself? Oh. So we got, we got, I got a little, down. I got a little uh, story about that, too. Oh, something big happened dude. in the 50s. We're thinking alike here. All right. Well, you know, this is uh, Chandity Lakes. Oh. Yeah, let's let's do that. <laughs> there we go. Chantilly Lake. Hello, baby. Yeah, this is the Big Bopper speaking. <laughs> oh, you sweet thing. Do I want? Will I want? Oh, baby, you know what I like. Chantilly Lake's kind of pretty face and a ponytail hanging down. So funny, make me spend my money, make me feel real loose like a long neck goose, like a girl. Oh, baby, that's what I like. What's that, baby? But, 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 oh, honey. But, oh, baby, you know what I like. Chantilly.
Yeah, we just we were just talking. I want to hear the other side of that conversation. What was she gonna let? What was she gonna let him do? She's like, I ain't got no money. <laughs> She's like, it's all right. It's all right. It's all right. Over here. That's right. I don't believe money needs to be involved. That's right. I'm just. I'm gonna let you put it in my butt. Oh, baby, you know what I like. You know, like what, I, I want to know, like if it was exact, if it was like the movies portrayed where it was all sock hops and fucking, you know, Bobby socks and shit. I want to know what the real 1950s was like. Like, I want to know the dirty jokes of the 50s. I want to know. Like, well, I, I, I know a couple, but I'm not saying. <laughs> I want to know the swear words that they used commonly in the 50s. That's what oh, I want to know. Frank. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sizzlecocks. What the hell is that? Shuttlecock. <laughs> oh, so uh, about that story about the Big Popper. Yes, a big thing happened in the decade of the 50s. We lost three, count them, three major artists along with a couple of other people that were with him. But the main were the Big Bopper, Richie Valens, and Buddy Holly. They called it the day the music died. They decided to hop on a little, quote-unquote, Buddy Holly killer plane. Don't people realize that planes are dangerous? They are. Well, you know what, though? I bet the people flying these planes. The thing is annihilated. Yeah. You know, think about who, they, who they've been flying. Yeah, I mean, I mean they were on a... Uh, a big tour back in the 50s between states who were driving on a bus with no heat in the middle of winter and they said fuck it i don't want to freeze again for another eight hours on the bus so the three big stars will be with the stars we'll hop in a little tiny fucking puddle jumper and we're gonna go to the next town like the stars that we are well they got in the plane and no less than 10 minutes later the plane crashed Killing three of the biggest names in the music industry at that point in time. I mean, Richie Valens only had a six-month period for his, you know, music career. And despite what the movie La Bamba makes it look like, like it was a year and whatnot, two years, it was only six months. Everything that happened to him happened within those six months. Buddy Holly, he had a good career. He was probably the one with the longest career going at that point. And he was on a comeback tour of sorts at that point. The Big Bopper just got his big hit, you know, the the Chantilly Lace. And another one called Red Riding Hood, which wasn't that great. It was basically Chantilly Lace Part 2. <laughs> but what are you going to do? The 50s were a simpler time. And uh, I want to I just play a little simple clip here. It's only about 50 seconds, and it's going to go right into my next song. And then we're going to come back for some... I want to say some news. How's that sound, sir? Coming back with the news. I think so. Let's, All right. Let's do this. So uh, take a listen to this little news clip of the day the music died, and then we're going to play some Buddy Hop. We interrupt this program for a special news bulletin. Three young singers who soared to the heights of show business on the current rock and roll craze were killed today in the crash of a light plane in an Iowa snow flurry. The singers were identified as Richie Valen, 17, Buddy Holly, 22, and J.P. Richardson, known professionally as the Big Bopper. The aircraft chartered from the Dwyer Flying Service crashed near Mason City, ironically the setting for the prominent musical The Music Man. The pilot, Roger Peterson of Clear Lake, Iowa, was also killed. The three singers had appeared at the Surf Ballroom in Clear Lake, Iowa last night and were on their way to Fargo, North Dakota. 
Their small chartered plane crashed in a lonely farmyard about 15 miles northwest of Mason City. The cause of the crash was due to inclement weather conditions. Details upcoming from Action Central News. Every day it's a getting closer, going faster than a roller coaster. Love like yours will surely come my way. Hey, hey, hey. Every day it's a getting faster. Everyone said go ahead and ask her. Love like yours will surely come my way. Hey, hey, hey. Every day seems a little longer. Every way love's a little stronger. Come what may, do you ever long for true love from me? Every day it's a getting closer, going faster than a roller coaster. Love like yours will surely come my way. Hey, hey, hey. clicking and it's just them clappity claps in the background even no matter what quality hd whatever you still hear it still <laughs> sometimes hear it's worse <laughs> so sir we got some n-e-w-s coming up oh fuck that up uh oh here we go we're gonna do it again this is what editing's for i am gonna do it again this is good here we go hold on i'm going to turn that down there go to that. Go to that. Okay. Forget that I have to do some things sometimes. <laughs> I need help. We need an intern, people. Not even an intern. I just need some help. <laughs> Jeez, I just need help. <laughs> I just need help. Maybe, maybe all around. <laughs> we need an you know, in-house I got therapist. I've people to talk to already, but I just need some help. Like, remember to hit the volume correctly. <laughs> no, remember just that you have to connect to things. <laughs> Before you go on the air. <laughs> All right. All right, here we go. And now, here's the man with the news, whom the news wouldn't be the news without the news. Here's Zane. Why, hello, friends, neighbors, and cousins. No. That this ballpoint pen cost 25 cents. You know 
that the cost of gas is extraordinary. You know, how am I going to be able to get to work on my wages at three cents an hour, you know, living in these times? It's hard. Yeah, well, this is actually 1950. Yes. You know, the cost of a new house in 1950? Under $9,000. My fucking America. down payment. <laughs> was more than $9,000. <laughs> you know the average wages of a year? <laughs> you were your average wage, and if you were making three and a half grand, actually a little under three and a half grand a year, that was average. Goddamn. That's, uh, that's some bad. That is, that's, that you is can't rough. live on under three and a half grand a month. A new car, <laughs> it's surprisingly expensive, I believe. You know, I guess, though, if you're making... It's like half a year's salary. It cost more to make the cars back then, though. That was the thing. Yeah, honestly, cars were cool. They made tanks back yeah. then. Last year forever. A Samsonite case was kind of expensive. Really? 25 bucks. Yeah. A clock radio, though, was $60. Well, yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> you could put a down payment on a house for a clock radio <laughs> back in the day. Oh, man. So average home price was... Oh, that's uh, that's for the UK. Oh, okay. Well, they yeah, their their price is a little bit cheaper than even as ours, you know. Like, actually, also, their, their money was worth more than ours, I think, back then. Big in the news in the nineteen fifties, we had President Harry S. Truman takes American railroads under the control of the U.S. Army. There was a train crash. Two Long Island commuter trains collided in the Richmond Hill section of Queens. Not everybody died. No. Didn't sound good. There's a lot, you know, a lot of popular culture. Some yeah. good films that came out yeah, in let's, 1950. Let's hear some of the films. See, see it broke it down. I'm only doing 1950 right now. Right? Oh, there was a lot that came oh, out. There's, yeah, yeah, so I'm, I'm just scratching the surface here of the news in 50. Yes. <laughs> Cinderella was a big hit. Oh. Father of the Bride. I don't think that's the same Father of the Bride. Yes, actually it is. Is Steve Martin? Well, the original. No, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. It's not, it's not the same, same movie, though. I didn't though. know yeah. that yeah. there was another one. Yeah. I don't like that movie. No. It was boring, actually. Martin Short was the best part of that movie. Well, we we lost this guy just, just last year. Uh, Tom Petty was born in yeah. 1950. Oh, wow. Yep. Stevie Wonder. Wow. Jay Leno. You know, you forget how young Stevie Wonder actually was. Like, you know, he was a teenager when he started singing. Is he still around? Yeah. yeah that's what I thought. Yeah. I don't care about and Ray Charles politics. is blind. Stevie's faking it, but Ray Charles is actually. Now we're gonna jump to another year. Yeah, let's do that. Let's see. Let's we'll, bounce we'll around one more year. year. Let's see what we got. You know, well, there we go. We're we're moving to 1956. Ooh, up a half a decade. Now, let's see though. Let's um, the average cost of a new home now is eleven thousand dollars. Actually, almost twelve thousand dollars. Okay, so they, uh... You know, that's, that's kind of a jump there. That is from, a big jump. From 9,000 uh -huh. to, to 12. That just shows how big the economy got within those couple of years. It was a good time. I mean, there was, was, there was, there was a, a boom. Lot. There was yeah. a big boom in, in money back then. 
and the Korean War was going on pretty hard there yep. for a little while. The thing is, we were all... Elvis Presley, man. Oh, that's right. You know, I know that I'm not going to play Elvis. I am not nope. an Elvis fan. I respect and appreciate everything the man did my, for my, America. My mom and my grandmother are Elvis fanatics, I'll... but I am not playing them. Nope. And, not yep, his, his first hit, Heartbreak Hotel, came out in 56. You know, for a man who was the king of rock and roll, he never wrote a fucking song. I... <laughs> you don't realize how many songs that, yeah, I was like, oh, I thought this was an Elvis song. Oh, no. Nope, nope. But you know what, though? That was everything. Everything. Like, a lot of everybody songs. covered everybody. rarely wrote a song, I believe. That was the thing. They had writers and they had singers back in the day. You know what I mean? If you could do both, that was a double whammy, but... And a lot of the songs were just reproduced from That's the it. 1920s. Yep. A lot of big band stuff got turned into rock. Like, Shake, Rattle, and Roll, man. That was like a fucking blues song and like original blues blues like 30s blues and then uh you know the the bill haley and his comments came out with that shit the very first half hour television serial soap opera began oh well, let me guess 1956. was it as the world turns you know it, oh baby. i knew it all right that was my jam that was my show man that's uh that goes to show I can't. I don't understand soap operas. I was watching. It was either Tosh or Talk Soup or one of them. Where they brought back to life characters like yeah. eight or nine times yeah. in yep. like a twenty-year period, and sometimes it's not even played by the same people anymore. Nope. nope. I miss like the these storylines are so flimsy. What was that one? Um, it was it was like a fantasy soap opera. It had like a doll that came to life, like he was a midget or something. His name was Timmy or some shit. It was a weird fucking show. Anyway, soap operas are weird. Well, also, some big toys in the 50s were the oh. Mickey Mouse record player. Yes. Um, I don't know what that is. Oh, it's, uh, what's it called? Oh, crap. Slinky? No, this is not me doing a slinky. Oh, I was saw you no, doing it's this. it's uh, a pinball machine. Oh, the like pinball a, machine. Yeah. Okay, that came out in the 50s, huh? Yep. No shit. Yeah, the, like the home ones, not yeah, the electric yeah. ones. I don't know when those came out. Those probably came out in like the 40s or 30s, I want to say. Well, we had a bunch of politics. No. Segregation. Big, oh, you know, big is, issue in the 50s. Big, yeah, we'd be, uh... They didn't get the right until the 60s, so think about that. Yeah. Freaking, and in some ways, they got treated better than the women, though, in this country. <laughs> Took women longer to get, you know, suffrage than... <laughs> Pop culture in 1956. It just mentions Elvis like four times in a row. Wasn't like, like Elvis Presley's first movie comes out, Love Me Tender. <laughs> Elvis Presley appears on the Ed Sullivan Show for the first time. And I already said that, you know, Heartbreak Hotel would be the first of his 170 yes. hits. Yes. Wasn't, um... My Fair Lady came out on Broadway with Julie Andrews that year. Wasn't, uh, 3D movies the first came out in the 50s? Probably, but I don't know. I'm thinking, thinking 3D movies did, because I remember seeing in Back to the Future, one of Biff's friends had 3D glasses on. The red and blue ones? Yeah. I remember playing uh, computer games with those. Yep. <laughs> oh. In 1959, we had the Twilight Zone starting up. Oh, Rod Serling. That's my dude. Yeah, man. Classic story. <laughs> Some of them are so there's, good. There's a, a man on the plane! <laughs> on the way on this plane! 59, that's when uh, Barbie hit the shelves, baby. Oh, shit. And give, change the lives of give, women forever. Giving girls false hopes. <laughs> and men false hopes. Alaska didn't become a state till, till 59. What? <laughs> Alaska didn't become a state till 1959. Well, there you go. Our 15th state. That means that the Hawaii, Hawaii came after that. A state yet. Wow. Hawaii might not be a state much longer <laughs> if the volcanoes keep going the way they are. Fucking A. Oh, I'm going to throw some cartoons in here. 
Snagglepuss came out in 1959. Huckleberry Hound came out in 1957. Yogi I Bear. Like Yogi Bear came out in 58. Think about that. They all came out on the Huckleberry Hound show, so Huckleberry was bigger than Yogi Bear was. Rocky and Bullwinkle show came out in 1959. Gumby, 1955. Like, I didn't think he was that old. I thought Gumby came Gumby, out in the 60s. Gumby's been around, man. Yeah. Gumby and Pokey, they've been around a good, a good minute. Yeah, like, I thought they were in the 60s. Apparently, they're in the 50s. So, there's some things that, that you didn't you know. You know, the first case of AIDS was, um, well, uh, no, the first case of AIDS died. In 1959 in Congo in 59. Really? Yeah. So that's huh. kind of crazy. That it is, and they I didn't make us think that... about it until the 80s. Yeah. Acting like they didn't know about AIDS. They had it from the 50s. There it is. Fucking, why didn't you got a cure for it yet, government? Well, you do. You they do. You can't now. afford it. <laughs> like, unless you got, you know, the money, You're, you ain't no Magic Johnson. <laughs> okay. Everybody wants some Magic Johnson. Word. I want to know how he was full-blown AIDS in the 90s, and now he's cleared. Don't get it. Last I knew, AIDS just didn't go. Eh, I'm gonna go. You're fine. <laughs> See you later. Oh, so what else we got going? Anything else in the news? Anything? Oh God, gotta turn the volume down. Uh oh. Good things worked out. Oh, okay. No, that is that it is for it, the sir? news, my friend. Oh, well, uh, let's see here. I'm going to throw a song on for us then real quick. Is it your song? It is my song, I think. Cause, oh, wait, no. No, it's no it song. is your song. That's wow. I, I was all, like, wait I'm a minute. I just played Buddy Holly. It is your turn. Speaking of which, Let's man, do this. Let's get a little Chuck Berry rocking oh. here, but you can't catch me. Oh. Shit. Chuck Berry. like that? You know, gang, you all remember Maybelline about the young man with the guitar who couldn't catch her with his car? Well, here he is to tell us all about it with a brand new automobile, Chuck Berry, and you can't catch me. Come 
That was great. I love me some Chuck Berry, even though he likes to pee on people like R. Kelly. Father of rock and roll. That's right. That's what I was taught as a boy. I don't know if it's true, but I think he's the father of rock and roll. I think so. He he had the first... Marshall was telling me that that, that, uh, Michael J. Fox... (laughs) That's right. He, that's what he thought. <laughs> they, they stole it, man. I'm sorry. Come on now. What do you, what do you call it when you know Marty McFly plays a song written by Chuck Berry in like 1955 ish, four ish? No, it was actually in 56 that he wrote it. But in the movie, his cousin Marvin Berry calls up his cousin Chuck and goes, "You know that sound you've been looking for? Well, take a listen to this white boy playing it now." According to that, you know, universe, then all these white people are going to grow up thinking that Calvin Klein, (laughs) a guy with his name on some silk underwear, wrote Chuck Berry's greatest rock and roll song and invented rock and roll. And then Chuck Berry came out a year later and stole it from him. Now, that's some bullshit. They're just changing rock and roll history, taking away from the black man. Thank you, Robert Zemeckis. And and condoning incest. Thank you. She wanted to make out with her son. And rape! Oh my god! Rape! They were condoning rape! They made Biff a manservant, and he tried to rape the bitch! <laughs> Are you still talking about, uh, what is it? Back to the Future? It's, it's, it's so good that I don't like that movie, and I've really only watched it maybe once or twice in I my know, entire life. I know everything. I have no idea what you're talking about, but I am enjoying you just rambling I know here. everything positive and negative about them movies. And it was bad. They did a lot of fucked up shit in that movie. I just want to tell you. And now this. <sighs> oh, yeah, it's time for a 10 list with Mole and Zane. Oh, the 10 list. Good thing you cut me off. I was going to go on like an hour tangent of Back to the Future. Couldn't do it. Well, it's good that we're going to bring it back again. Okay. The 1950s. Here we go. And their scary films. Oh, shit. <laughs> So according to Top10s.net, and a, uh, a little ditty by Shell Harris here, 2011. Thank you, Miss Harris. There you go. She wrote herself an article. And uh, she names the top ten horror movies of the 50s. Now me, I don't like horror movies anymore. A good a good psychological thriller, uh, I'll still watch, but I just I don't can't do the gore. I don't I don't want to watch a bunch of violence anymore. I think that's the thing. I think the world is sick and full of it anyway. I don't need I'd any rather more be intrigued. Shit. I agree. I'd rather be mentally intrigued than yeah. just go shocking like. Oh. So like I love the there's some eighty horror films that was in the heyday. Yeah, you know, yeah. comedies and horror films of the eighties. That was and the eighties and nineties. Yeah, or something that I love. But yeah. you know, they couldn't have had some of those films without these. You got a point. Now the beast. 2,000 Fathoms. Ah. I never watched Good it. classic B-list side movie. Yep. Such a B-list sci-fi movie. I love it. That's like a Roger Corman style. Like, fucking Ed Wood. They used Coney shit. Island in it. Did they? Yeah. <laughs> oh, the, oh, Coney Island is actually Long Beach Amusement Park in L.A. Oh, really? Yeah. That was Snoop Dogg's area right there. LBC, baby! <laughs> It was the first film to feature a giant creature awakened or mutated by a nuclear bomb. Really? I thought Toho and them in Japan invented all that shit. Or kaiju. Yeah, but that wasn't because of a nuclear bomb. That's true. They were already... I think it was radiation or they came from a... I think the original was he was prehistoric and then he was asleep and they woke up. Yeah, like they awakened. Some bullshit. Anyway. 
Number nine, The Day the Earth Stood Still. Not a fan. Mm. Not a fan. I think it's a boring movie. I think the robot just kind of stands there way too long. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. This is good. They got a lot of fun facts about stuff. I'm not going to read them out loud. Yeah, why not? Someone okay. will. But, you, know, like, <laughs> you know, in the original story, Gort was the master and Kalatu. Cthulhu. Cthulhu. Yes. Was, Cthulhu. was merely one of the uh, one of a series of doubles or maybe clones that died after a short time. Oh shit. <laughs> Number eight is them. Them. That, that was a fucking that movie. That was man. a movie. That was definitely a movie. Yeah. <laughs> if you never heard of it, it's after a nuclear testing in the desert causes the growth of a giant mutant ant. Yeah, the ants yeah. terrorize the American Southwest. Yes. I can see this actually happening because these carpenter ants are getting bigger every year. Yeah, flamethrowers used in the movies were from standard World War II weapons on loan from the U.S. Army. Nice. Actors actually used them. Oh, that's so cool. That is awesome. I'm so into using flamethrowers if I can. Number seven was The Fly, the original. Oh. That was a good one. Vincent Price, baby. I know Zane's more uh, akin to the... I, I, yeah, I like the Zane, Jeff Goldblum. Zane likes the Jeff Goldblum one. Yo, I'll never forget when he's stealing his fingernails. Yeah, oh, it was oh, gross. It was yeah. I've ever seen in yeah. a movie is that. Yeah. Oh, was... I got a thing for that. <laughs> gross. <laughs> oh. You know, it was originally... The, the story was originally published in a Playboy magazine. Really? You know, it's funny. When I actually... There was, a, there was a span of like six months to a year where I somehow got a free subscription. And the fucking articles in that magazine were actually pretty decent. <laughs> really? Yeah. Like, um, and, and honestly, for for porn, it's what I had. Thank you know. You know like, shit. I don't, it is what it is. Kids. Word. I wonder what they had for porn in the 50s. Didn't it, did it exist? They Was had pinup magazines, I think, in those days. They had the pinup girls where they weren't very, they weren't. Well, I realized. I know half. Good hardcore and, porn. Like, you can find vintage shit on the yeah. internet web. I'm surprised some of it's as I, old as it is. I mean, I know Marilyn Monroe was the first cover girl of Playboy, so I'm not sure if that, that was, was in the, the 60s? 60s. I think that was the early 60s. But the photos they used, I think, were a little older, quite frankly. Like, maybe from the late 50s. So, yeah, they definitely had porn. Number six was The Blob. Oh, such a great movie. Yeah, that's a good one. For for some that just looked like a you know a up close shot of some fucking green slime from fucking Nickelodeon. Steve McQueen can make anything go yeah, though. He, exactly. He, you know he could battle a wall and be like, ah, shit, man, I'm gonna have to call in the reason. <laughs> and you'd have and you believe it too, like yeah, he has to, shit, like man. God, that wall's gonna get him. Yo, he's like, yeah, Holy man, shit. Uh, be careful, Steve. <laughs> I know you. I know you could take on Indians Word. and aliens. Word, but that wall looks dangerous. I don't. That, that wall, you, you took on Vietnam by yourself. I Word, believe. you and John Wayne. Yeah. <laughs> That's all we need. Sit. Bring the Duke back. Number five is a movie I've never heard of. The Hound of Baskerville. Baskerville. That's a Sherlock Holmes movie. Oh, it's The Hounds of the Baskerville. It's it's a mystery, actually. I bet I'd like it. You would. If, if you like Sherlock Holmes, you'd Not like it. Not a big Sherlock Holmes fan, the, the but I The book bet, was so good. Yeah, um, I bet this old one I think I'd like. You I'd would. like a good mystery, but so, Sherlock Holmes, the new ones are so hokey. Yeah, no. these The old ones are like the atmosphere is what gets you. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, you get into it. Like, because they the got the music the and the... That's, I love old 50s radio shows for that Yeah. Where they brought the sound effects in and had a full cast. Yep. I actually will fall asleep listening yeah. to them. Uh, dude, uh, uh, Number four is a sick one, so we'll get through this. Yep. Uh, invasion of the Body Snatchers. Great movie. No matter which remake, I still yeah, like it. Yeah, dude. It's, I must say, yeah. It's like, and the remake, some of the ones, because I have seen parts. the original one, but there's one that was, I think, early 90s. Yeah. It was really good. Yeah, yeah. 
Number three, House of Wax. The good, original. Good movie. That's another Vincent Price movie. Great yeah, movie. much better than the remake that yes. they did in the turn of 2000. Oh, you mean with fucking, what's her, Paris Hilton? Fucking she wasn't bull- even in the movie. No. I don't know why everybody remembers. She was in it for like 10 minutes. That's what I'm saying. I was like, but the, the one with her in it, yeah. right? Yeah. Number two, War of the Worlds. The original, uh, yeah. the radio program with the airing was better with uh, freaking um, him reading. I don't it, think I've ever or, watched Orson Welles. Actually, the old the, the movie the is all right, but if you listen to the radio program, yeah, I've listened to it. I like it's it. Really good. It, it, they, I, it was no reason. Like there was no like, um, uh, there was good reason why everybody thought it was real if they just started tuning into it. You know what I mean? Like after the beginning, when he mentioned that it was a radio show, by the way. <laughs> In her number one here. Is uh, Creature from the Black Lagoon. Such a good movie. Another one of the classic, um, the, no, the, think about it, the horror the time, movies from. You know, it, what they had to do to yeah. pull that shit off. Yeah, the makeup and the, the suits, the, the oh, the guy had to be in such oh, I hell. Bet, I, bet, I bet they got some fun facts here. Oh, of course they do. A professional diver was hired to hold his breath for up to four minutes at a time for the underwater roles. As the Gill Man, the director's logic was that the air would have to travel through the monster's gills and thus not show air bubbles emitting from his mouth or nose. This detail was ignored in later remakes, and the air can be seen emitting from the top of the creature's head. The eyes of the creature were in a fixed place of a rubber construction in the suit, so the actor who played the part of the Gill Man could barely see it all. Oh my God! <clears throat> yeah, that he was another one of those uh, classic in the in Frankenstein and the Wolfman and Dracula. They were all part of that same universe. Um, back in the day, it was such good movies. And sir, that is a ten list. That is a ten you. list. Nineteen fifties horror. Movie. Oh, that is that was actually really I hope good. For I, all I'm six people listening that you enjoyed. It. You know what? They will. <laughs> all six of them. Every one of them. This is who we do it for. By the way, the six of you, you know, if you oh, want to shit. tell people where to find us, you can Thank find you us at dzent.weebly.com. That is dzent.weebly.com on the interwebs. And on the Facebook machine, sir, where can they find us? They can find us at dzent. Just search that shit right That's there. It. it will be the first thing that pops it up. It will pop there, there, up. There's, there's other ones that are probably going to pop up underneath it, but I'm but pretty you know sure it, we're the first. We are the we first. We got the shitty graphic and everything. Damn fucking right. Thanks, Mole. You're welcome. <laughs> That's the other reason why we need an intern. I need to somebody to about shit. I need somebody to update this website for me. I'm just horrible at promoting anything that I do myself. Oh, it's all right. It is what it is. But, what do you think we should do, sir? Should we I go into another song? Yeah, it's time for a song, my friend. You know what? I'm going to play the third part to that Day the Music Died trio. We played Buddy Holly. We played the Big Bopper. Here's Richie Valens. But not La Bamba. Here's his second biggest hit, Not right. Donna. This right. is third, actually. And it's called Come On, Let's Go. <laughs> Swing me, swing me all the way down there. Come on, let's go. 
and we're back. That was Richie Valens. Come on, let's go. Oh, and I finally got internet connection, so we're good then. We can oh, go. Are we good? We, we are good. Oh, it's that time then. It is that time. It's that time. Let's, let's, let's ask me this question, sir. Going on in the world of wrestling. Oh, wrestling. We are going to go back to the 1950s with wrestling. Because you know why? There ain't shit going on in regular wrestling. Not a fucking thing. So, I'm going to come. Yes. I haven't asked in a while. You need to ask it. I got it. Go ahead. Is Shinsuke still hitting people in the balls? Yes. Shinsuke Cockknocker is still hitting people in the balls. Oh, good. Oh, good it is job. so good. He is still cockknocking AJ Styles all over the place. God, it is so fun. So... I am going to go over a list of wrestlers because, you know, the news was everybody was around wrestling everywhere. TV was becoming really big. So wrestling, of course, had its slot on all the major networks. And the big champ back then was the Nature Boy. Not Ric Flair. Not Ric Flair, the first Nature Boy. There was a Nature Boy before the Nature Boy? Yes. Buddy Rogers. The Nature Boy ripped off the Nature the Boy Nature name. The Nature Boy ripped off the Nature Boy name. There was actually three Nature Boys. Why is there so many Nature Boys? I don't know, but two of them were around at the same time. I don't even think it's a really good nickname. No, it's not. It's, it's really not. It's a weird nickname now that I think about it. <laughs> it makes me think of that weird scout master. Yeah, <laughs> But the Nature Boy was one of the biggest wrestlers in the industry, along with Lou Fez. Another big name in old school wrestling was one of the founders of the NWA, the biggest champion they had going in the 50s. You know, and then the, all these other indie organizations started coming around, like the AWA, you know, came out. And, and, and that was, you know, that was actually, it started in the 50s, it got more famous in the 60s. But anyway, the NWA was a big thing going on. And they were on the Dumont Television Network, which was a syndicated all over the country. So all their stars, this was the golden age of wrestling for them. We had one champion, no one. tag team champions. It was just the one champion. He went around. There was no TV title. None. There was no European champ. No. No intercontinental champ. No, sir. They didn't even have the hardcore title, did no. they? No, and you figure they would because everybody got fucking busted open back in the day. But that was just regular wrestling. So their champion had to literally go from state to state, town to town, all over the country defending the belt. And then imagine having to make a decision with like 12 different organizations on who the hell is going to win the world title. You know what I mean? Like they had, like Luthez went around the country and he defended it, but who's going to decide if he lost the belt? Well, he did because he would just hip toss your ass around until <laughs> you couldn't breathe no and, more and then he pinned you. And that was a thing back and in the day. That's, that's what he did. If they had shoot wrestling, you know, too, if they didn't want to drop a title or they didn't want to lose a match, they would just choke you out in the middle of the ring until you couldn't respond. So who's going to tell, you know, who's going to tell them any other different? It's not going to happen. So basically wrestling in the 50s was Luthez, Jimmy Starr, Ricky Starr, and, and the nature boy Buddy Rogers, and, 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 you know, uh, uh, a bunch of other people. I've a whole heard. bunch of other people Slim. that you've, nobody's ever heard of, like Haystacks Calhoun, which a lot, a lot of people think he was the I, first big the man. Name, actually. He was the first really big man in wrestling. Yeah. Um, and, and, and so you had all these guys, and, and 
goddamn, they were the biggest thing going on television. They let, they literally let, like, made the Dumont Network the biggest thing going. No NBC, no CBS, ABC, all that bullshit. It was the Dumont Television Network, and wrestling ran that shit in the 50s. So, that's all that really was going on in the 50s. Bunch of wrestlers nobody ever heard of now. But a bunch of badasses that could probably still, if they were alive, kick the shit out of every wrestler going right now. Except for Shinsuke Kakunaka, because he'll just kick him in the nuts and uppercut him right in the balls. They wouldn't be having that shit in 1956. Hell no, that was a disqualification. They don't disqualify people now for shit like that. <laughs> well, they do. The they referee do, but... backs always turn. Yeah, if you ever notice, the back, the referee always turns his back, even though he knows. You can tell he's looking back. Did you do it yet? Oh, he fell down. Obviously, he got kicked in the nuts, ref. <laughs> Just because you didn't see it, he's holding his dick. Sorry. And that was wrestling. That's that was it. the world. The world. The world. You're, you're, you're missing an entire word. I missed word. an entire that word. That was wrestling. That was, that was, wasn't, that was, that was the entire world of wrestling back in the day. That is the world of wrestling. It wasn't very exciting. I bet it was. I bet it, it, it was might have been. Really that was back when people thought it was real, but they didn't. Well, that's an advertisement. You know, that was... That was back. That was back when people actually were on the fence if it was real or not. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, I, I bet. Uh, I bet there was a lot of mystique to it. And, oh yeah. You know, going out. You know, hey, it was a big deal going to well, a movie. You know, K-fame. going out to a night of wrestling, dude. I mean, you know, K- still going out to a night of wrestling. I don't is, care who you is. Right. You, you, a lot of people have a good time. I remember my grandfather enjoyed it. I would rather go to an indie show though than a big WWE event, quite frankly. Yeah, yeah. You it's know. more intimate that they they interact with the crowd rather, more like the I'd old days. I'd rather they bring you know the um. What is it, Paul Heyman, ECW back? Oh, that was the funnest thing yes. in the world. Going to an ECW show was was amazing. Yeah, not WWE CW. Yeah, <laughs> ECW, no, the real ECW, the real it was a fun time. Yes, but uh, we'll get back to let's do this shitting about random randomness. Let's do that after this wonderful song. Oh, you know they got the the country fest going on this weekend near our homes here. Yes, they do. And uh, one of the greats. One of the all-time greats was a man by the name of Hank Williams. Oh, and you know, Hank. when he was doing, he was jambalaying on oh. the bayou. <laughs> jambalaying. 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 I love that uh, word. Such a good word. Goodbye, Joe. Me gotta go. Me oh my oh. Me gotta go pull the P-Road down the bio. My Yvonne, the sweetest one, me oh my oh. Son of a gun, we'll have big fun on the bio. Jumbo line, a crawfish pine, a feely gumbo. Cause tonight I'm gonna see Mama Shazamio. Pick it top, fill fruit jar, and be gay, Son of a gun, we'll have big fun on the bio. Nose, the place is buzzing. 
Info come to see Yvonne by the dozen. Dress in style and go hog wild, me oh my oh. Son of a gun, we'll have big fun on in the bio. Jumbo line, a crawfish pie, a feely gumbo. Cause tonight I'm gonna see Mama Shazamio. Pick guitar, fill fruit jar, and the gale. Son of a gun, we'll have big fun on the bio. And we're back. Yes, sir. That was Hank Senior. Yes, sir. That was Hank there. Yes. Hank on the bayou. <laughs> Good old classic. Good old country. classic country. I love me some Hank Williams. I don't. But really, uh, I, I do, to, man. No, I, uh, you, you know what I do? I like hey, it. I would have played it if I didn't like it. <laughs> you know, but, you know, it's like, yeah, this, this, it's not the country music you hear today. No. He was a weird looking man, though. Did you ever notice his face was, like, really long and, like. I'm looking at him right now, actually. He kind of, yeah, it kind of curves. Curves, right? And it's not just the hat, it's it's his head. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. It he's kind of, you know, like. Kind of cockeyed. Yeah. Do it. Oh, man. Talk about doing drugs. That dude had a fucking god. He thought his son did the drugs in the 70s. <laughs> Hank Williams was. Yeah, a, see, I, you know, I didn't he know. was an alky and a druggie back in the day, man. Oh. I think that's what killed him was the alcohol. I'm not sure. Could be that wrong. Sedatives. That sedative, yeah, word. Well, I, I, I just gotta take some sedatives to sleep, <laughs> and then I'm drinking all he, day, and then I gotta the... take some uppers, you know, to yeah. come down. Well, and they were taking all types of pills. It wasn't drugs no, then. No, it was just it like was just... prescribed medication. Yeah. Be like, hey, I've got the jitters, and they'd be like, oh, oh. I'll calm you down. Here you go, take <laughs> some Vicodin or whatever, or whatever they had back then. Here, yeah. take some morphine. Fucking, oh god, yeah. But uh, he was before. You know, Rick, uh, yeah, Rick James, or not Rick James. Rick James? Fucking, <laughs> before James Brown, he was the hardest working man in show business. We'll call oh, it that. Now, now <laughs> Rick James. Now, Rick James, bitch! And I've traveled. 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 And I've traveled back in time from the future to address your statement. To tell you of a what day in history. What's with all this bullshit? It's all this bullshit, eh? Hello and good day. This is a day in history. Good morning, Kansas. Here we are on January 4th with a comfort for you. Oh, wait. It's not January. It is January. 
but the thermometer is still only in the upper 40s. Gotta love that cold, cold, warm air. <laughs> yeah. Back in 19... Oh, 18... Oh, 96. Oh, amazing. 3-4. Took his first car out for a drive. A quarter cycle. 1917. Oh, maybe it was a quarter cycle. There was a period. 1917. The first Pulitzer Prize was awarded. 1940. The Dunkirk evacuation was complete. We all know about now because of this movie. Word. Yes. Twas. Nineteen forty two. The beach of Midway the Battle of Midway. Oh, not the arcade. Yeah. No. No, not the arcade game <laughs> we played in the Peace Hall. Gotcha. Okay. Set clear. Two thousand fourteen. Oh. Baseball great. Don Zimmer. Uh oh. But rejoice. We have births. Dennis Weaver, 1924, TVs and Clouds. Bruce Dern, 82. Parker Stevenson, 66. So keep the home fires burning. And smile, cuz by the end of the week, it will be back in the the longest day of the year is sneaking up on us. You know what that means? It's three weeks. The days will be getting shorter already. So let's enjoy the days of light. Love to all. And that. <coughs> And that traveled. And that traveled. And that. And that traveled. And that. 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 And from CNN and Travel Channel's Parts Unknown. He hates some nasty shit. And, uh, he's, uh, he's, he's, he committed suicide. So I, I send thoughts out to his family, even though they're not listening. Such a good guy, though. Everybody had demons. He shouldn't have eaten all the eggs. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> oh, shit. All right. Like a song. Yes. I think it's my song, my song this time, right? I think we, uh, We'll play something by the Cordettes. Now, when I think of the 50s, this song just pops into my head as, like, the theme song of the 50s. I could picture walking down Main Street of any town USA and hearing this song coming out of storefronts in the record store. So here we go. The Cordettes. Mr. Sandman. Bum, 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 bum. Bum, 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 bum,
bum. Make him the cutest that I've ever seen. Bum 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 bum. Give him two lips like roses and clover. Bum bum bum. Then tell him that his lonesome nights are over. Sunday, I go alone. Bum 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 bum. Don't have nobody to call my own. Bum 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 bum. Please turn on your magic beam, Mr. Sandman. Bring me a Mr. Sandman, bring me a dream. Make him the cutest that I've ever seen. Give him the word that I'm not a rover. Then tell him that his lonesome nights are over. baby <laughs> mr sandman like i said i think of that song like i think of the 50s when i hear that song that's just me that just kind of puts everything into perspective what people were like i guess that women wanted nice guy and you know one that had that come hither glare in their, their eyes and their greased back hair and they could do the sock hop dances and all that good stuff fucking hey man I don't know. I just want to take the Wayback Machine once. Just be able to go back in time and see what this decade were like firsthand. All ice creams and leave it to be. You know, I want to know if everything was so, like, clean. Because everything seemed to be clean in the 50s. Like, the dirt was clean. Like, <laughs> it's a clean dirt. The, the bums were clean. Like, I don't, they walk around with suits and shit. <laughs> In patches, patches, yeah, you know, that's how you knew they were homeless. They had the patch on the elbow. <laughs> oh, sir, 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 sir. I have a list of the top 20 songs according to Billboard and GigaBuilder.com. These are the top 20 songs that produced the most money in the 1950s. I'm going to start with number 20, In the Still of the Night by the Five Satins in 1956. Number 19 was Earth Angel, Will You Be Mine by the Penguins from 1955. Number 18, making his first appearance on this list is I Get a Kick Out of You by Frankie Sinatra from 1953. Number 17, You Send Me by Sam Cooke from 1957. 
number 16 Hound Dog by Elvis Presley in 1956. 15, Mac the Knife, baby, by Bobby Darren. That's a good song. 1959, I love me some crooners, baby. When I Fall in Love by the king himself, Nat King Cole. 1956, that's right, he is the king, it's even his name. Number 13, Rock Around the Clock by Bill Haley and his Comets from 1956. That was the technically the first rock song to hit the charts ever. Number 12, from the inventor of rock and roll music, Chuck Berry, Mr. P on You himself, Johnny Be Good, from <laughs> 1958. That's right, see, he made it in 1958. Marty McFly did not write that in 1955. Just say. Number 11, Love Me Tender, by the hound dog himself, Elvis Presley, 1956. Number 10, Great Balls of Fire, which sounds like a song about crabs. Jerry Lee Lewis from 1957. Technically, that was from country. That wasn't rock and roll. I don't see that. I see it as rock and roll. That's just me. Number nine. You Make Me Feel So Young. Making his second appearance on here. Frank Sinatra from 1953. Number eight. The Man with the Six-Month Career. From The Plane Ride from Hell or The Day the Music Died. Richie Valens. La Bamba from 1958. The Hound Dog himself, Elvis Presley again, number seven, All Shook Up, 1957. Number six, In the Mood by Glenn Miller and his band, 1955. Number five, making his other appearance, I've Got You Under My Skin, by the boss man himself, Mr. Frankie Sinatra, 1953. Number four, making his only appearance in the top 20, I Walk the Line, Mr. Johnny Cash. The Man in Black from 1956. Number three, Elvis Presley again, Jailhouse Rock from 1957. And number two, Come Fly With Me, Mr. Frankie Sinatra from 1958. And the number one song that sold the most music in the 50s was number one, That's Amore, by Mr. Whiskey himself, Dean Martin. The hell's Amore? That means love. 1953. Those were the top 20 songs according to Billboard and GigBuilder.com. Well, that sure was exciting. That was exciting. You made it very exciting. You I tried. Getting into that. I was. I had to. I'm trying to get all my 50s DJ up in me now, right? <laughs> Where's my Wolfman Jack, baby? All right. Well, I've saved the best for last. Oh. Because, uh, how are you going to have a 50s show without the banana boat song? Oh, damn, baby. Here we go. It's Harry Belafonte. Yes. Come, Mr. 
Kaliman, Kalimi Banana. We like Kong and we want to go. I do. He's so good. Uh, Shake Sonora, baby. Shake Sonora. Now I gotta go watch Beetlejuice. <laughs> no, <laughs> if it wasn't for Beetlejuice, I would have never known Where? about great. I mean, I mean, I knew the song, but the song never stuck in my head until I saw the movie. You know, it's always, like, a, it's always a crowd pleaser. It is. It is. makes me happy every yes. time I hear it. Yes, love it. I love it. Such a good song. Big hit at weddings, by the way. Yes. Yes. People love. We got to jump back in to our time traveling device. Oh yes, and now we're gonna come back. We got to get back to nineteen. 2018. All right, let's get this flux capacitor working and let's get back into DeLorean. Oh, we're back. All right, 2018, what a shitty year. It hasn't been too bad. No, it hasn't been that bad. Like I said, you know, I was was away last week. I got to give it up, man. uh, Page Farm does it right. It's a small little festival up there. It's like a salad sleepover. I left a little bit of my brain when Truth <laughs> played because I I went into this. I listened to some of his stuff and it was okay. Yeah, wasn't what man he put on a clinic, put on an absolute clinic, man. Where where the the people I wanted to see after him, right. I was like, eh, they're okay. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> he did so well, but man, everybody that I listened to was so much great music. That I listened to for two days, man. There was groups that I had never heard of, like Somatose was amazing. Right. Um, Group that played it, or, uh, or DJ that played it, like 11 a.m. What the hell was its name? Uh, Terraform. Terraform. Okay. Yeah, it was so many good acts, man. I uh, we had a good time. Weather held out on us real good, well. Good, good, good. 
You know, Desert Dwellers were amazing. Random we, Rap was awesome. We, we might have to do a show with a lot of these artists on it at, at one point. What do you think about that? Well, Maybe yeah, you know, of course. Some... You know, I was, you know, we did we did some bass music one day. Yeah, but, I haven't heard you know, a, lot a lot of these names. A lot of this names. stuff was, uh, you know, it's it's not it's not your typical EDM, really. Right. This is, you know, it's not just blam, blam, blam. You know, it's, robots fucking. It's no. funny. There's, there's some parts of the shows where I'm like, man, you know, I could see anybody enjoying this. It's real, you know, they can really compose some great stuff. Then there's some garbage too. But I must say that at this festival, I enjoyed a lot of the music I listened to. Good. It was very entertaining. And just to think of that, um, I'll pull it up here to make sure that I didn't miss nobody that I saw. I did miss a couple acts because I'm old and I got tired Saturday it night happens. and I fell asleep. Happens to the best of us. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> Especially as we get older. <laughs> oh. But yeah, so as long as you had fun, man, that sounds like a really good time. I really Always wish I could have went. It was good. We're going to have to set oh, up Oh, this a... chick, Megan Hamilton, you got to check her out. Okay. You will like her stuff, man. All right. That's that was one of those girls that Megan I had Hamilton, uh, real huh? funky, real funky stuff. Oh, I like me some funky stuff. All right, I'm gonna check her out. Megan Hamilton. Yeah, huh? Megan Hamilton. She, right. I knew that there was one that I was like, man, there was something that was really good, and I I can't remember who the heck it was. There was yeah, there was a lot of good stuff I listened to. Spoken Bird was really good. Right. And that's about all I'll say. I'll shut the hell up now. Hey. And, uh, all right. Get the hell out of here. All right, sir. Is there anything that you wanna? Actually, it's your choice for next week's show, sir, so what would you like to do? Oh my gosh, I had something. Then I forgot it. Uh -oh. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. I'll have to tune in next week to know. All right. I'll remember it here eventually. That's right. I'll post it up on Facebook once he makes his uh, remembrance. All right. So we'll do Sounds that. Sounds like a good plan. All right, sir. Is there anything you want to tell these people before we get out of here? I want to tell them you can be perfectly normal. You can live perfectly normal. You could pretend to be perfectly normal. All you gotta do is accept that she's gonna be perfectly normal. That's right. Nah. Keep your stick on the ice. We'll see you next time. Peace. Lollipop, lollipop,
Thank mm-hmm. you.